All right, what's going on, y'all? It's another another episode, Real Conversations. I appreciate y'all tuning in to Real Conversations YouTube channel. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot to touch on today. I got a special guest, a well-known author of many books, Dominique Brighton, Brightman. I hope I'm saying that correct. This young man going to come on and we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about his podcast he got going, his books. We're going to talk about how to how to create a book, an e-book, and things of that nature. So I appreciate y'all for tuning in. This is Real Conversations, another episode. I'm about to bring in my guest, and I hope y'all really enjoy what he about to tell us. You know, he about to give us a lot of game. I reached out to him. He was kind enough to reach back out, and, uh, you know, we linked up. So this is it. This is the Going North episode featuring a fellow friend, Dominique Brightman. Let's get it. My man Jazz, baby. How's it going, man? What's going on, man? How you yes, feeling? Indeed. How you feeling? Feeling good, man. It's a sunny Saturday. It's <laughs> where I'm at. It's still on the chilly side of the game, though, so. <laughs> okay, okay. Where you, where you calling in from? Yeah, man. The land of charm, crime, and crabs, Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's going on. <laughs> I'm calling in from uh, Texas, man. I'm in Dallas right now. Oh, there we go. The big mm-hmm. D, baby. Yes, sir. So how you doing, man? I appreciate you giving me your time and coming through, man. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Indeed. Usually got to say yes to opportunities. It's like, hey, want to be on my show? Like, oh, shit, why not? Might as well. Why not, man? We got got to help each other grow, man. We got to help each other grow, man. So, like, all right. So uh, you want to tell them about yourself? You want to get right into it? Uh, sure thing. So the shortened version is, name's Dominic Dom Brightman. Thanks for the introduction, my man. Thanks right. for the invitation. Always great to be chatting with fellow brothers trying to do something positive in the world. And right. myself, an author of three books, self-leadership expert, certified with the John Maxwell team, and really just all about just helping others and inspiring others to create their own piece of immortality. So that's really what I'm all about and just okay. want to advance others and help us all advance together. All right, I appreciate that. I appreciate you just like just just coming through as a, like I said, as a fellow brother trying to make it. And uh, I just want you to give us a little game today. Like, can you uh can you share with us like how you came up with the the whole going north mindset and pretty much like explain like your background and, and what took you to this point. Sure thing. So I grew up mostly in the church. If I wasn't in class or at home playing with friends, I'd usually be in church and got that public speaking experience. Took that through high school and parts of college and really just decided to really just polish my skills and really, funny enough, got into (laughs) one heck of a birthday, give my 21st birthday. I got into a car accident on my way to IT security class, no less. And I was like, wow. And then really just take it to another level that was the only thing that happened like on that same year my father was stricken with alzheimer's and that same year almost even lost my job at my part-time job at the library at the time i'm like wow so all this stuff is just piling up on me 
and it's like this was like a little introduction to the 2020 year that everybody hated right. <laughs> it's like you get this setbacks and everything and it led me to find personal development and that's something that everyone should focus on in life is personal development and reading a bunch of personal development books you eventually want to write your own personal development books because what you read and listen to is what you eventually become like whatever you feed your mind the most whatever you input into your mind the most that's what's going to come out right. whether it's through paper your words and things like that so that's really kind of where it really just started just reading books and just being around positive people who just really just motivate you to be the best that you can be and always just holding you accountable like that's really where you need to be be around folks that are actually doing things on another level that will want you to raise up and get to another level so that way you can advance right okay 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 so so i want to ask you a serious question right now you know because real conversations we keep it really real and we get to the nitty-gritty so like was a lot of people around you or in your family, did they have a positive mindset when you was trying to, you know, go be positive? Was people around you positive? Not all the time, not all the time. Funny enough, when I first told my mom that I was gonna write a book, she was like, all right, make sure you put our names in the family. My, my, my father, her, my brother, I'm like, all right, cool, put them in the dedication page. Mm. And then a year later, when I had the first copy of the book, first thing she asked, like, hey, so you know about plagiarism? I'm like, did you even read the book? Because <laughs> she, she's always a positive influence. She's always encouraging. But there's always that time where it's like where your family, they see you because they I mean, it's a whole it's a lot. She knows my whole life, obviously. Mm. It's like I was basically paying rent in the belly for like nine months before coming out to the world and <laughs> seeing me grow up. And it's yeah. like, like, like she saw me in a different light. She didn't see me as an author. So it's like just dealing with that. And then just really just dealing with not only that, but also just telling others about it. And they just like shocked and surprised. And yeah, man, it's, it's like, do I have positive influence in my life? Yes. But sometimes those who may, who can be a positive influence, sometimes they may see you in a certain way. And that's another reason well, I like to say one of the biggest things I like to preach about is getting around people that will encourage you to advance and think at another level because those that you grew up with, they see you only as the person that you are right now, the person they grew up with. If you're trying to make a change, they're always going to see you in that light. They're always going to want to keep you grounded. And I'm not saying it's bad to be grounded. It's great to be grounded because you don't want to get too high-minded and be up in a metaphorical heaven that you know earthly good. Right. So it's so yeah, man. It's like no. So, so the short short answer is basically yeah, basically no. It was like not everybody was positive. Like I've I've been around folks where they they got especially growing up bullying, bullying me in school. It's like because hey, I was the I was like a geeky C student. If that's if that's even because yeah. I never got straight A's and I like wore shoes where I didn't have to tie the shoestrings and they're right. like, man, what's wrong with you? You never wear sh- shoes with shoestrings. I'm like, so? <laughs> <laughs> right. So you say, so you, so you would say you was kind of a, a outsider? Yeah, a bit of an outsider. Yeah. Cause I, I was usually just a quiet kid out in the corner who would just really just stay to himself when he wasn't around his buddies. And that's basically what I was really all about. And once I found my confidence, that's when things just started really hit the ground running. So yeah, man, it's, it's been on the outsider. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, all right, let's fast forward a little bit. Um, How long and 
um how disciplined did you have to be to even come up with the idea for your first um book yeah discipline is definitely a requirement it's definitely a requirement it, just a little bit of it like you don't need to be full discipline like you're one of them classic british soldiers that's standing in front of a gate stoic not moving like you a stone statue mm -hmm. you have to be that darn disciplined but i basically set out a schedule like every weekend after doing my day job i'll go to a coffee shop and get some writing done just write my thoughts about leadership thoughts about time management public speaking customer service and just really just focus and making sure those one to two hours would be basically focused on the book so i basically have my mind like all right after work i'm going to do the writing get that done because at home i got some game systems and that can be a distraction and you can't be in your place of productivity in a place full of distractions so that's really what basically happened to get the book done. I basically set a schedule for myself and had the mindset, I'm going to make sure I follow a place of productivity, my POP, and then just making sure I give myself enough time to be able to get it done. Because the first book that I had to get that done in about a year okay. because someone dared me to write the book in November of 2015. So November, 2016, I had to have it done. So I was around, I'd say around a good three weeks so far into it. Cause I started writing, Late November, took a break for a couple months and then picked it up back in January 2016. And then every weekend, wrote towards the book and basically just had it edited in the summer of that year. And then make sure I gave myself a month of cushion to be able to get the book cover done. And after getting all of that done, it really was just pretty simple. After that, after it was all said and done, because I already did, I did the work. I basically just went with what I had. And that's the thing about books like, no book is a perfect book like even the bible itself and if i bet somebody well that's your problem because you haven't done any studying about that but no book is a perfect book because one when you publish a book you're going to always find errors with it some people have three and five different editors for their books and they still find errors after getting the file copy in their hands and a word is missing or two or some grammar may be missed up heck sometimes the printer may jack up the book and the cover will be perfect but when you open the book the letters will be upside down in the book so there's really no perfect book out there yeah. so just being okay with being done and getting things done as opposed to getting things perfect because perfection is an illusion you can seek perfection all you want but no human's perfect and that means everything we're going to create is not going to be perfect either. So it's being okay with getting things done as opposed to getting things completely right all the time because we're all going to make mistakes. It's just using those mistakes for your manifestation for success down the road. Okay, okay. I really I really uh, appreciate that answer. That was well put together. And um, so, so, so say somebody like myself that is um, interested in creating a book, and but I feel as if, our generation or my generation specifically and younger are only going to go for the audio books more than the actual reading books so what what would you say about that and, and how would you tell a person that's trying to get on the path to create an ebook like what's the first steps yeah so simple first step that's the the easiest thing a lot of authors are going to say is just get down and write just write your book write your thoughts down ink it when you think it 
because when you ache it, when you think it, you have, and you have to also be open to inspiration at all times. Every time I'm not be done at the gym and I'm done sweating and I'm getting to the car and I'm like, oh, shoot, this idea will be good. And I keep a notepad and pen in my car and basically having those ideas down and then just put them all and organize them later into ebook form. And once you get that ebook out, do an audio book too. Like get yourself a mic, get yourself a, in a quiet corner of your home if you don't have like studio access, especially since we're at the time of this recording still in a pandemic, is just making sure you're able to set up like your own little corner. Heck, even use your closet. Like a lot of folks who started their podcast, they just got themselves a solid microphone and they just put a little chair in their closet and they will record from there. So that way they could have as little noise as possible and then just record and get some audio equipment. Like there's a free audio I wouldn't say it's an audio book. It's like an audio editor called Audacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, that you can like download to your PC mm-hmm. or heck, even if you got a Mac or whatever, then you can just record, make sure you record your thoughts there, record your book there, and then find a way to edit, put it together, and then put it up online so that way folks can actually purchase and get into it. Because I, I, I can understand, like, like with COVID, like my reading schedule went into reverse. I focused more on audiobooks and podcasts because really it's all about having good input what you're putting into your mind as long as it's good that's the main thing because i i usually try to read 50 books a year and i had to count audiobooks into that as well because there's some books would be like hey reading is you have to actually physically read a book or an ebook like nah you can listen to a book but at the end of the day you have to get the good content you have to use it like that's the thing like focus like i like with the point earlier of getting things done as opposed to perfect you don't have to always read i'm saying reading's still good but as long as you're still getting that good input so once you get your ebook done and you get that as well as you would like it like read from that and then just set up a studio in your home or in your closet so that way you can make it as soundproof as possible and then get that out there for people because you try you got to try to hit people at all different venues and all different aspects because like because you're right man folks like us millennials gen z's it's like the youtubes the right, online, right. The apps and everything it's that's like, how I'm we learn that's looking. how we learn now you know yeah right. exactly like yeah it's more it's more it's more visual and audio than ever it, it is man yeah. it, it's true because mm-hmm. our eyes they they receive at least ten thousand images every millisecond right so like it it, like I, I fully understand, it's especially humans. Like men and women, we're visual creatures, man. Especially visual yeah. creatures, it's like vision is going to stick into our minds a lot more than just reading and just basically taking things in slow. So yeah, visual. Focus on how you can reach people. If it's visually, do it visually. If it's audio, do it audio. So that way you can reach people. Because at the end of the day, it's just how you want to just get your message out there and just help people. Okay, okay, that's 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 real. That's a real good response as well. Um, so, um, before we go into how you come up with the second book, um, let's talk about this podcast. Like, what what um made you start the podcast, and what is your audience, and what is your like your overall message? Uh, sure thing. Well, the one word for my life is advancement. And just advancing in all the areas, whether that's physically, spiritually, when it comes to entrepreneurship and business, just overall advancement for myself and those I care about and those who desire advancement as well, especially making the world a better place. I mean, that's what we all want. At least I would hope for the most part. (laughs) At least that's what I would hope. And the podcast itself, that was 
six, six, no, October. That was wow. <laughs> yeah, so the podcast launched. That was 11 months after my first book was launched, Going North. And I based my podcast title off my book title because the first book is really just encourage others to read more, learn more, live more, and lead more life, and to become better. And, I'm, and I listed a bunch of books in the back called The 100 Books for Dynamic Living. And since I wanted the podcast to help more people and reach more people, I interview a different author, and they talk about their books, share their stories, and help encourage and help real, others to realize that success is tangible. And I've had folks who were 17 years old writing their first book or their first little novel, all the way to folks who were 75 and 77 writing their fifth or their 20th book to help folks realize like, hey, this is, if you want to write a book, this is the time to do it. You can make that dream happen for yourself no matter what age you are because success is tangible for no matter what age you are. So success is something that you can touch. It's something that you can do for yourself. And the main audience, even though I like to try to reach the youth in a way because I'm, I'm young myself, is the fact that I have a mixed audience. It's a really diverse audience because I bring in diverse authors and because I'm an old soul of a sonic youth. So I may be trying to reach millennials, but a lot of folks that listen in, they may be Gen Xers in their 40s, 50s, heck, even occasionally some folks in their 60s that listen in on the show because when they listen and see, oh, this person, I remember, remember this person like one time I had this one guest in particular he had these western novels that he was writing in western books I'm like <laughs> like who still reads westerns it's like a small amount of people that read westerns yeah. and one guy liked the episode so much that he actually put it up on his website as a blog article so it's a nice diverse audience and the message is advancement no matter where you are so it's we've probably talked about so many different topics so health wealth and happiness like we usually talk about any of those three things and some and a lot of times creativity too because a lot of folks even though there's thousands upon hundreds of thousands of books published every day there are still people out there who still see the book as a big challenge and just talking with random people who still may even have day jobs on top of this because a book isn't going to make you a millionaire it'll take you there but it ain't going to be the only thing that gets you there is to realize that hey some of these people still have day jobs and are still working on this as their hobby or as their creative outlet to express themselves. And if you want to do that too, you can do it too. Okay, okay. I really, that was very, that was very, that was very motivational and inspirational all together. So I got two more, I got two more questions for you. I don't mean, I don't want to take your whole day. You know, I know you got things going on. So I was just wanted to know, um, what is the the john maxwell team and what would you tell the next man trying to make it i know we probably went over that but just i guess you can just end with that <laughs> it's all good it's all good the john maxwell team is a company under the author john c maxwell and john c maxwell is this preacher he was a pastor who i think he got out of the seminary like 23. He had a small church in the Hillham, Indiana, which, which had like 30 members, this like rural middle America <laughs> and full of farmers. And that was his first church. And he was able to grow that church to one Sunday in particular that had over 300 members, the biggest attendance in that whole church history, because it was a small church, too. 
And he was able to take that experience, pastor a couple other churches, and back in the late 90s, early millennium, he was actually the pastor of one of the top 10 most growing churches in the nation. And he figured that he would make his life around one word, and that was leadership. He would focus on leadership to be a leadership expert. And he took that one word, and he left the church as a pastor to go into the business world. And he got so much flack for that from the church world, which actually paid off in the end because now <laughs> churches are lucky they can even afford to hear him speak for an hour. <laughs> and really, he's just really all just about helping people to be the best version of themselves. And he now is probably 73 and he's all about helping people to add value to others. And the company is all about just helping folks, allowing people and licensing others to teach his content and to share that with the world because he himself, he's written over 130 books. He publishes at least two to three books a year, too. So he based his life on one word leadership, teaches leadership, equips others to be leaders, and he wants to help train over one million leaders across the globe. And he has a worldwide influence. And he's in his 70s, and he's probably at the height of his career right now in his 70s as opposed to when he was young. So that experience of, of that role model of just being an elite performer inspires me to also not only share my message to the world, but also have that addition to what I do. Because the thing is, like, it's like the, the John Maxwell team, it's really about equipping others and helping others to grow professionally and be the best they can be, but also just something to help others with. And for, just for a man just trying to make it, just, just start now with what you have and keep going. Because with my podcast itself, I didn't have this mic right here. All I had was these headphones and this mic attached to it. Oh, and I just recorded and just focused on the quantity after I got some momentum and the quality came ahead of time. Sometimes you just have to get the quantity out there. You have to be consistent. And that's one of the seeds for growth. If you want to grow, explode, if you want to explosively grow this year in 2021, you got to be consistent. You got to be curious and you got to be committed. So if you're curious about how you can become a better person this year, start with something small and then be consistent with it, whatever it is, and then be committed to always getting better every day, whether that's 1% daily or 2% every week, like making sure you stay consistent and be committed to your craft and always getting better and not butter. All right. So we're going to end with that. And I appreciate you. Like I said, um, y'all go check out Going North podcast on YouTube. Y'all go check out Real Conversations on YouTube, Anchor app, Apple, Spotify, and I appreciate you. And uh, before we end, can I just get a shout out to the podcast real quick? Yes, sir. Indeed. Well, thank my man Jazz, baby. My man Jazz in the build. Appreciate you having me on. All Thanks right. for starting your show with Real Conversations podcast. If you want to have a real conversation, listen to some Real Conversations. This is the show that you want to listen to to advance in life further than you ever thought possible. All right. All right. I appreciate y'all. Like, share, subscribe to both of our uh, channels, and we out, man. One love. Appreciate it. All right.